You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature. You know, he's been a great leader, you know, and, and in spite of all this that's been going on, you know, he's just hammered down on us, keeping our heads, you know, never letting anything get too out of control. You know, it sucks, but it sucks for everybody around, you know, who's everybody going through it. You know, so the team that comes out of it the best, you know, will play the best. So, you know, he's been a great leader in that. You know, I, I love the way he's been handling it. You know, he wants to see a change made. You know, we all want to see a change made. So we're going to do our best to make whatever has to happen, happen. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious7. My dogs by nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Sheldrick turnover chain red wine at the top of the show, extolling the virtues of head coach Kevin Stavansky. His words only increase the anticipation for the 2020 season. And that with football eve just two weeks away. Week 11, the Cleveland Browns are scheduled to host Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. So to help us get a preseason preview of the team from the city of brotherly love, we've reached out to John Uleka from the All About the Birds podcast. Hello, this is Johnny Uleka from All About the Birds. Uh, you can follow our podcast at AAT Birds on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we also have a website that we dropped, aatbirds.com. Uh, it gives you all the updated Eagles news. And we also have a shop on there. John, all in on All About the Birds. So glad you made the time to join us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. So, I spent a couple years in Philly, and I learned a ton about that fan base. They were there for me in 1997 when Edgar Renteria sent me crying out the back door of a mainline pizza shop. I'm not sure there's been a more raucous fan base anywhere. What has it been like for you as an Eagles fan since Philly Philly, and what do you think the atmosphere will be like in these 2020 football contests? It really hasn't changed. You have the expectations. The expectations are always going to be there, whether, you know, whether you weren't that great the year before or like Doug's first year in 2016 and after Chip Kelly and going into 17, you know, the expectations weren't huge, but they still were there having a rookie uh, second year quarterback and everything. So the expectations are always there and not having the fan atmosphere In 2020, the contest in Philadelphia, now other stadiums, you know, you may have, um, you may have the fan bases, you know, partially, but it's going to be big. Now, I know they're talking about pumping crowd noise in, but it's going to be, it's going to be different. It's going to be more of like the practice feel. If you, if you think about not really having any fans when, when teams are doing, you know, the scrimmages nowadays with training camp not being at alternate locations. So it's it's definitely going to be something new. And that's that's what 2020 is this year. It's something different. Everything is everything is basically changed. It, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a di- it's going to be a different time. As much as I talk about this subject, I still have little or no idea of what we're going to witness on September 13th and beyond. Here in Cleveland, the capacity has been set for 1,500 fans for the time being, and we'll, we'll have to see what happens after this. 
So, in my interviews with DC and Cowboy fans, the NFC East seems to point to you as the class of the division. How do you think the standings will look at the year's end? You know, looking at the standings and looking at the teams, Dallas is the number one team, um, you know, talent-wise. Number one, number two is Eagles-Dallas. Those two teams are going to be the ones fighting for the division. I don't think the Giants or the Redskins really are going to have the staying power to really compete. Uh, I think the Redskins are going to be just a little bit better than the Giants. But the class of the division is the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, With apologies to Rod from Football Team Addicts, I do think that John is right with his assessment here. Uh, One of the things that it boils down to, of course, is quarterback play. Philly and Dallas just have more experienced play callers. Well, speaking of that experienced play caller in Philadelphia, Carson Wentz is entering his fifth season. Where do you think he ranks in terms of the NFL starters? Does he finally have the pieces to be successful in the event of a playoff run? In terms of starters, you know, on the on All About the Birds, uh, my co-host uh, Jeff Warner and Phil Stifle and myself are one thing we like to say is Wentz is elite. It's like a hashtag that we have, and we think Carson Wentz is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I understand he hasn't played a full playoff game. I know he got hurt last year against Seattle, but he has all the tools. He has the makeup. You know, he guided this team to a playoff berth with basically practice squad targets and players that he was able to rise, rise them up to a different level with the Greg Wards and the Boston Scots and the Deontay Burnett's and Rob Davis. And, you know, you had, you know, Shelton Gibson thrown in there. You know, a lot of players, a lot of many, a lot of fans don't know. So, uh, you know, all the injuries that they had on the receiving court and everything like that. um, Hopefully this year it's a different story. You can actually see what Wentz has when he has some playmakers and when he has some speed and when he has, you know, really good and a really good arsenal of, threats around him and see what he can actually actually be um and yeah i think he does have the pieces to have a successful playoff run now the one thing that has happened recently in the last couple of weeks and a month or a couple months has been the offensive line injuries uh recently andre dillard out with a biceps tear so jason peters who they recently just re-signed is going to be probably playing left tackle which the right guard, Brandon Brooks, already tore his Achilles a couple months ago. And Matt, uh, Matt Pryor, a 30-year guy, is stepping into that. So there's a lot of shuffling on that offensive line. That's one one main thing is how the offensive line is going to be. But in terms of pieces, he has pieces around him with Miles Sanders and with uh, Jalen Rager and if healthy Deshaun Jackson, when Alshon Jeffrey's going to come back, he has the two tight ends and Ertz and Goddard. So he has those pieces. They just have to just put it all together. And of course, health is the main thing. Health is the biggest thing uh, with his with his weapons. The last couple of years, it's just the injury bug has, has bit them pretty hard. He showed last year he can rise to the occasion, wh- whoever he has in there. So that really bodes confidence for Philly fans, knowing what kind of quarterback that you do have. <laughs> I don't know, Sashi. Is Carson Wentz a top 20 quarterback? Is he? Howie Roseman certainly thinks so. 
He is a shrewd and highly respected operator amongst general managers. How do you think he's led the organization during the pandemic? Has Peterson been able to effectively guide this team through the changing landscape? You know, how he's led the organization through the pandemic, I think he's, him and Jeffrey Laurie have, you know, done great jobs. Um, they've done really well with through the pandemic. Now, we always have, um, you know, our opinions on Roseman have been up and down because of, they like to call him really a genius. He's smart. He's all that. But there's a lot of, you know, a lot of gray area in some of the moves that he's made, especially in the draft and everything that I, you know, I could go into it. But if you listen to, to our podcast, you could definitely uh, hear our opinions about kind of what we think and what needs to happen with that. But no, through the pandemic, they've done great. And um, I think Peterson has done a great job. Uh, he's a great leader, uh, leads by example. He listens to his players. Um, he's you know, he comes from Andy Reid and Andy Reid, you know, you know, just got a Super Bowl last year. Uh, you know, I myself and I, uh, Jeff and Phil, I think as well, are happy that, you know, CC Big Red, you know, get that Super Bowl championship that, you know, we wished he would have done with the Philly. But Doug Peterson, you know, guide the Eagles to a Super Bowl. And he's just he knows how to get the most out of his players. He knows what to say. Um, he listens to his players. He wants to try to. You know, be the be, uh, be the best person that he can be. Um, he tries. You know, he's not really their friend, but he knows that they can count on him. But they know when he needs to be stern, he can be stern as well, which is a great in a leader. So I have the utmost confidence in Doug Peterson as a leader for this team, especially in you know 2020 and the whole everything going on with COVID and all that. Um, I really have a lot of confidence in Doug Peterson. Wow. A superlative laden response <laughs> from John about Doug Peterson. It's great to have John from All About the Birds here in the Straight No Chaser Studios. John can be found at AAT Birds on Twitter and Instagram. So, John, one last question. What do you think will be the key to success in 2020? Do you think that we will play the entire season as scheduled? The key to success, of course, is health. And unfortunately, they've already had two pretty significant injuries. And that has a tough part. But the health aspect, it's with every team. You want to be healthy. It's going to bode well. But for them, the main success for them is going to be getting these younger players to step up, whether it's the second-year guys, whether it's the third-year guys taking an extra leap, or even some of the rookies taking a step. That's the main thing, because with the Eagles and the whole cap situation coming down the line, you need younger players to step up, and you need younger players to be able to you know, give you the production so then you're not spending loads of money going out in free agency, going out trading for players with higher dollar contracts, and... You know, with paying a quarterback a lot of money, you don't have a lot of, you know, cash to be able to go out and spend on high, high-priced players. So, you know, that may or may not work. So, that's the one thing. And you know, going back about Howie Roseman not drafting always the best, you need some of these players to step up, and you need them to take take on basically leadership roles as some of the guys who the veterans who already have you want these next guys to start stepping up and that's and that's key to the success for the eagles 100 percent key to the success i think the whole season will be played i know there's been really good 
numbers coming out of the testing aspect and everything. Um, I know it only takes one team or a couple teams to get an outbreak or something to happen, but as I'm feeling right now, sitting a couple weeks before opening opening weekend, uh, I think that there will be a full season played. Whether or not they have a bubble type of playoff thing, that's to be seen, or what they're going to do with that, and when fans are going to come back, that I don't know and not sure about. But I do think that they're going to play a full a full NFL season um, if I had to bet on it right now. John, it's 2020. I have no idea what to bet here. <laughs> but I'm hoping against hope we have football, that's for sure. John, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Do you have any parting thoughts for us? You know, some parting thoughts I have. I want to thank um, thank these guys for having me on. Uh, talk about the Eagles, you know, get a, get a different, different point of view from, you know, a team in the other conference uh, that you don't see the Browns very often. And, um, you know, my thing with, with the Browns are they're, you know, a dangerous team. So it's they're going to give the Eagles fits when they play each other. Um, you know, you know, they have all the weapons. They have a really good pass rush, really good defense. So, you know, it's going to be a struggle, you know, to they're not they're not a walkover. They're not the old time Cleveland Browns. You can follow the Eagles at AAT Birds, our podcast all about the birds at AAT Birds on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and then AATBirds.com. Uh, we have our shop on there with merchandise and gear, and uh, we have a bunch of team of writers putting out some content, fantasy-wise as well, anybody in the fantasy. And the way we always end our podcast, go Birds! <laughs> That's right, John. Like I said, he's all in on the Birds. John, thanks so much for joining us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Uh, but heads up, I don't think you know the world of hurt you could be in for heading into Ohio Edison Stadium for that week 11 matchup. We'll see then. Okay, with that, we'll put this one in the books. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to making Dogs by Nature Radio a part of your day. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I am your host, Thelonious7, on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.